0: Hello everyone, it's me again, Peter Harris with Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is How to Find and Hire a Property Manager. So let's get started. So in this uh, podcast, I'm going to share with you a few things. Number one, The three advantages of having a property manager on your team. Number two, the single most important thing to look for in a property manager. The single most important thing. Number three, three ways to find property managers. Number four, five key questions to ask every single property manager that you interview or talk to. And number five, the top three red flags when hiring or working with your property manager. Very important. Number six, five tips on managing your prop manager. Uh, These are things that you will not find in a textbook. This comes from the School of Hard Knocks. And lastly, I'm going to give you next steps. What to do with everything that you learned with this. You learned here and how to apply it. All right. So before we get started, I want to share with you uh, what the overall goal of a property manager is from an investor uh, standpoint. In plain simple English, okay. You may want to write this down. And if you want to get anything out of this video, it would be this all right. The 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 definition or the goal, the overall goal of a property manager for you as an investor. Okay? For as an investor. Number one is there's three points here, just three definitions here. Number one is your property manager needs to uh maximize potential rental income. And reduce operating expenses. That's number one. Maximize the income and reduce expenses. Number two, they need to be in a position to strengthen tenant retention and relations. That's number two. Number three, to enhance the visual appeal of the property and increase the property value. All right. So all three. If if you if your property manager can do all three, you have a winner, and you can build a fortune. a, A a a huge portfolio around this winning property management company or team. All right, so those, uh, so that is the overall goal of a property manager. So if you can, if you can do that, if you can maximize potential income and reduce expenses, strengthen tenant retention and relations, and enhance the look of the property, increase the property value. You have a company that you can build uh, a fortune with. All right, so let's move on. I want to move on to the three advantages of having a property manager on your team. All right. The first advantage is that uh, they can look at deals for you and with you. So one of the advantages of having a property manager and team is the ability to have a professional who's been in the business look at deals with you and for you for free. So on deals that I want to make offers on, I'll call my property manager and and have him or her drive by the property. And I'll ask them if they know the property or the area. And lastly, to come with me during my property visit. And what I'm looking for is a quick thumbs up or thumbs down. That's invaluable. it save you a lot of time, a lot of heartache. Uh, sometimes you can avoid just making offers and wasting your time. If you can just have them just to do a quick drive by the area and the property. And give you a quick thumbs up or thumbs down. All right. Um, advantage number two to having a proper management team is uh, you get a third party opinion. That's a very valuable third party opinion. Um, wouldn't it be great to have someone who's been in the business, the uh, commercial real estate business for decades, manage manages uh, th- hundreds of thousands or millions of square feet, hundreds or not thousands of units, who understands the market, who works for people that want to become uh, who works with people that you want to become like to actually analyze the deal with you and for you? I mean, wouldn't that be incredible to have that person on your team? <clears throat> uh, for example, do you think the rents can go up? Uh, get a second opinion, right? Do you think expenses can be reduced? Get that second opinion from uh, uh, from uh the proper manager. So here it is, all right? So imagine this in your mind, all right? So on one side of this deal that you're looking at, you have the real estate agent who's the expert salesperson. He's not the expert investor. He's a salesperson for commission. On the other side is your property manager who's an operations guy who works for investors, who who writes checks, who writes cash flow checks to send to investor. And in the middle of all that is you. All right? So on one side, you have the agent. Far other side, you have the, the manager. In the middle is you. All right? All uh, right. So who do you listen um, to to know if this is a great investment or not? Of course, the answer is both, but you need a third-party opinion from the operation side. Okay? So that's the second advantage. The third advantage, and the last one, is they'll manage it for you. All right? They are a key part of your team. And uh, you need someone to do this for you to maximize, strengthen, and enhance the property while, let's say, you work full-time. Or that you take care of your family or that so you can go after other deals. All right. So if you are managing it yourself, uh, well, let me say this. If you have no management experience and this is your first commercial property, I highly recommend that you uh, listen to this podcast and you go out and you hire a property manager first and foremost. All right. Before you start managing it yourself, uh, it may cost you money. So let them, uh, watch them manage it. Let them manage it so you can learn from it first. And then if you are, if you want to take over management yourself, you know, go right ahead. All right. I'm going to move on here. I'm going to move on to the single most important thing to look for in a property manager. All right. So here it is. Number one. Well, there's only one thing. All right. Number one, it is integrity. So without this, you have nothing. And let me tell you this if for some reason you doubt their integrity when you're interviewing them, when you're meeting them, you're checking their references, uh i want you to honor that perception. Your your gut is speaking and you're probably right. So trust your gut. All right? So the single most important thing to look for in a proper manager is integrity. Many of them will have all the accreditations and and uh you know, uh uh three uh uh you know, uh letters after their name things like that, but not all of them have the same integrity. Take it from me, who's hired and fired many managers over the last few decades. Integrity is number one. Without that, you have nothing. Let's move on. Finding a property manager, I'm going to share with you three ways. The first way, and the absolute best way, is by referral. Finding someone such as a local investor who is pleased with their property manager that's the best way. Absolute best way. All right. Number two, you can uh, call a few commercial brokers and ask for referrals. I actually like doing this because um, uh, good property managers are hard to come by and commercial brokers know it. And the reputation of a commercial broker is very important to him. He will not refer to you a property manager that's going to ruin your property. So in fact, some of them may not have a referral for you, meaning that they don't know any good property managers. Uh, so when you get a, a refer from a, from a, from a commercial broker, commercial agent, uh, hopefully it'll be one that, um, has integrity, has experience to do the job for you. All right. Um, the third way to find a property manager is to go online. All right. So I'm going to provide you a few websites. Uh, the first website is called all, A-L-L, A-L-L, propertymanagement.com. OK, allpropertymanagement.com is a great website to, to begin with. Uh, the other website is called um, IREM.org. And basically, it's it's a website uh, where uh, property managers are actually trained to receive their accreditations. All right, let me repeat that. IREM.org. IREM.org. The third one is Yelp. Now, Yelp is a ratings website and they'll, they'll rate the, the property management company. Uh, when you go there, you probably find probably more residential than commercial, but, uh, in big cities, you, uh, Yelp surely works. And, uh, and lastly, what you can do, you can just go to Google and, uh, you could uh, search property management comma and then your city and, and, uh, see what comes up. All right. So you can put in, uh, you know, commercial property manager, apartment property manager, self-storage property manager, comma, your city and see what results um, come up. All right. So those are three ways to find a property manager. Now, next, I want to jump into the initial interview questions. These are, these are questions that, you know, once you are ready to, to hire a property manager, you need to know what to ask them. And, um, uh, I'm going to share with you a few questions. All right. And um, so before I do that, let me share with you that the questions I'm going to post to you now for your property management um, interview, these are conversational questions, easy to answer. Your goal is to keep the conversation going long enough to get a good gut feeling about them in your company. Remember the integrity part, right? So uh, also remember that many property managers will have the same accreditations, uh, but what separates the, the good ones from the bad ones is integrity. All right. I know I'm, I'm, I'm beating that dead horse, but it is so important. Take it from me, who, again, who's hired and fired my fair share. All right. Here's the first question. All right. Again, you, you called up a property manager company. You found one through one of the th- three ways I just shared with you. And, um, I'm gonna give you, um, here are 10 questions. All right. Number one is to ask them, uh, Mr. Property Manager, what is the general vacancy rate in your area? Easy question, right? Easy question. Just, just gets the conversation going. Number two, how many um, units or square footage or how much square footage do you currently have under management? That's question two. Number three, how long have you been in the business? Now, if they have been in business for a year or less, do not hire them. That's not enough experience. They need at least three years of experience. All right. Uh, less than three years. I, 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 I believe personally, they don't, they don't know what they're in for. It's a tough business. All right. I'd rather have someone who's been, been in the trenches, uh, handling, um, my property. Remember, remember this for you. Um, if you are a beginner, you are, you know, you're, and you're buying a commercial property. This is probably your largest purchase in your life so far. So make sure that you have a a proven property manager with a great track record that's been in business a long time. Question number four, what are your management fees and what are the ways that you compensate it? Always good to know, right? Again, question one through four, these are easy questions to answer. All right. You want to keep them on the phone. I hear them talk to you, get a good feel for them. Number five, do you have your own maintenance staff or do you use independent contractors? Alright. Again, good to know. All right. Alright. Number six. Um, actually only have nine questions here. Uh, well, no, actually ten. Alright. So, um, uh, next question is, how do you market your vacancies or upcoming vacancies? Alright. So it's good to know, uh, you know, what that is. Number, number, um, number seven is, how will you help me set up an annual operating budget for the property? Alright. So again, this is a measure of their sophistication. Alright. Uh, all property managers should help you set up a budget for the property. You need something to hold them accountable with and a operating budget, something that he has or she has, uh, in, has input on, you have input on. You guys agree what the cash flow will be, what the expenses will be, what the income will be. That's a good thing. All right. Number, uh, number eight. What monthly reports do you typically send your owners? All right. Very important question. Again, the reports, um, uh, is a measure of their sophistication. All right. And also it allows you to hold them accountable. All right. This is an accountability game. And number nine, are you licensed? And do you have any professional accreditations such as CPM or ARM or any other type of accreditation? All right. So again, are you licensed and do you have any accreditations? Ask him that question too. All right. So um, here's the 10th question. And I like to say this for last. This is a really an important question. So when you're interviewing your property manager, a very important to qu- question to ask is, uh is this, do you, Mr. Manager own any real estate investments yourself? All right. And if so, do you manage your own properties? So if his, if his answer is yes, that he owns and manages his own property, then that could be a possible conflict of interest between you two. How so do you ask? Well, if you were to hire him as your manager and you had to make a choice between filling his vacancies or yours, which one do you think will get the priority? Right. Yeah, I think you know the answer to that one. Therefore, be wise and take this answer to heart. All right. Uh, and And take it seriously before hiring him or her. Let's move on. All right. Next, I want to go on to the top three red flags. Uh, to indicate you should not hire this property manager. Okay, top three red flags. Number one is they're unwilling to provide references. Speaking with the property manager company, um, uh, the potential uh, project manager or the property manager uh, is working for um, is is that working for you is critical uh, in the uh, hiring process. You know, so you must be able to to speak with others to really um prove their references. So there is no other way to determine how this property manager will will uh will work out without speaking with individuals at various levels of interaction. Really important. So if the property manager is hesitant to provide names and contact information or he tries to distract you from this part of the process or just becomes outright uncomfortable, you should seriously reconsider hiring this person. Remember the integrity part. All right. So, number one, if they're unwilling to provide references, have second thoughts hiring this person. Number two, the second red flag is excessive cost structure. Basically, they're too expensive. So what I want you to do is get bids from uh, uh, more than one proper manager or management company and compare their rates. If three of the fees come in at 7% and one comes at 12%, um, have the company go over their specific services that will be included uh, for the higher costs. Remember, do your homework there. Um, while you don't want to be cheap when it comes to maintaining your, your property, you also don't want to be taken advantage of. All right. So uh, here's uh, a bit of practical information. If you are buying a five-unit um, apartment building, you do not or you probably can't afford to hire a national uh, property management company, for example, like Graystar. They're, they're, they have way too much overhead. They manage hundreds of thousands of units and to manage your five unit, you couldn't afford them. Right. Couldn't afford them. All right. So if you're buying a, f- a five unit, you need to hire a mom and pop property management company or a medium property management company. All right. OK. The third red flag is lacking proper licenses. Yes. Not every state requires property managers to have licensing but it could be you're in the best interest to to enforce this mandate anyway. You see, one of the benefits of having a licensed property manager is that you can file a complaint if he or she doesn't do their job. All right, if they do something out of integrity, do something illegal. So if the potential candidate is without a license, I want you to think twice before hire, hiring him or her, because there may be, there may be no way of holding them legally accountable or liable if something goes wrong. All right. So, okay. So those are three red flags. Uh, I, I'd like to move on to the three tips to managing your property manager. Again, these are things that you will not find in any uh, uh, textbook. These are just stuff um, um, I just knew, know over the years. All right. Now, number one. Okay. So the number one tip uh, or the first tip to managing your property manager is to make sure that the property management company is in agreement is in agreement with your business plan and extra strategy for the property all right so make sure that they're in agreement with how you want of, of your of your investment objectives you know how and why you bought the property for example did you invest in this property for monthly cash flow to live off of or for your retirement years down the road or maybe as a tax shelter those are three different ways to operate the property Right. So whatever the case, make sure your property manager knows, understands and is in agreement with you. And if there is no agreement, not only do you both lose, but the property will suffer the most. Tip number two, you won't find out if the property management is good or not until you hire them for at least three months. Wow. Ouch. That that could hurt. That could hurt. All right. So a, a husband marries his wife, hoping she won't change. And a wife marries her husband, marries her husband, hoping that he will change, and eventually neither happens. Right? So you'll find out who your spouse really is over time. So working with their property management company is like a marriage. You find out uh, if they can really do the job only after you hire them and, and they've been on a job for for some time. So choose your spouse. I mean, choose your property manager wisely. All right, number three, the um, um, the third tip is don't be afraid to pull the plug on the proper manager if, pefor- if poor performance lingers, all right? I can't tell you what the perfect time to pull the plug is on your proper manager, right? Um, so how poor is poor performance? But I can tell you that if you see no trends of improvement for three consecutive months or more, that's a sure sign that it may be time. So here are a few signs to watch out for. If you have, uh, high, dil- high delinquency of rent collection, uh, if, if the occupancy is getting worse and worse over three months, if your, um, if your owner reports are, are habitually late, and if you find some accounting ir- irregularities, you know, cooking the books, you know, those type of things, um, maybe time to, to pull the plug. All right, um, lastly, let's go into uh, n- uh next steps, all right, to wrap up this entire podcast. Now, if you listened uh carefully here the last few minutes, you learned some few a few things about how to hi- how to find and hire a property manager, but to kind of close the loop, I want you to do a few uh to do a few things or and keep a few things in mind. Number one is I want you to build and nurture that relationship. All right. This is a very, very important uh, person or company on your team. And like any relationship, the more you invest into it, the more you're going to get out of it. All right. So here's one practical thing to do. If you uh, have an interview with the property manager or they have visited a property with you or gave you some really great advice, what I want you to do is something simple and classy. I want you to send them a thank you note, not an email, not a text message, not a phone call, an actual note that you will get from a Hallmark store or, or you know, a pack of 12 thank you notes. And all you have to say is, you know, dear John, just want to say thank you for the time you spent with me on the phone. And uh, you're, you're awesome. All my best, Peter. Or dear John, thanks for coming out the properly with me. I look forward to the future. All my best, Peter. That's all you have to do. These thank you notes take you a long, long way. And uh, nurturing and building that relationship. You know why? It's because no one else does this. So thank you notes are a uh, a lost art, and they when you do it, it will set you apart from all the other looky loos and wannabes out there. All right, believe me. A lot of people I work with do this, and they all tell me uh, the reaction from the property manager once they receive a note. All right, so. Um, a couple other things I want you to do is um, once you hire them and you find a great deal, invite that property manager to go look at the property with you. All right. What better way to get insight on a property if you're a beginner from a person that's been managing property for decades? What better insight can you get? All right. And then um, uh, lastly, um, everything turns out okay. You're head towards closing. I want you to just reward their property manager by giving them a the management contract. All right. We're worth them. All right. They looked at the property for free for you. They went over the budget with you. They counseled you. Give them a contract. All right. All right. So um, uh, just remember one thing from all this. All right. You can build a fortune. You can build a fortune with one good property manager. All right. So if you can get uh, access to even uh, more great resources at our website, Commercial Property Advisors, as well as by um, subscribing to this podcast channel and listening more of these uh, podcasts. So thanks so much for watching uh, or listening to this uh, podcast on how to find and hire a prop manager. I'll see you at the next podcast.